0: There's only one place in Denver that I trust to get my teeth cleaned at. It's Green Mountain Dental Group. Everybody at DNVR goes to Green Mountain Dental Group. Our VP of Sales, Lindsay, just had her wisdom teeth out there not that long ago. She had an awesome experience, and you guys can get a free Sonicare toothbrush. They will hook it up with a free Sonicare toothbrush if you schedule a cleaning x ray and exam. That's all you gotta do get your teeth cleaned, get an exam, get an x ray. And you'll walk out of there with a free sonic air toothbrush and a sonic air toothbrush is an awesome value one of my favorite perks that a dnvr sponsor gives out you don't have to use your crappy manual toothbrush anymore you can finally step into the 21st century with an electric toothbrush so what everybody's doing now so hit up green mountain dental group located just 15 minutes from downtown denver get a cleaning x-ray and exam and they will give you a free sonic air toothbrush today
1: So smooth. Cliche, I think. I don't know what
2: to But We don't have the uh, You mean you're not sure about the smooth part or the sad part?
1: Uh definitely sure about the sad part. I'm very sure about that. I'm not sure about the smooth part, but I assume it's both smooth and sad. Guys, welcome into the loserest loser's lounge that ever ever, ever lose Woof. that ever lost. <laughs> we are a bunch of losers.
2: I feel like a loser. I
1: feel like a complete loser. I feel like an uh, idiot. Oh
2: just kidding, the abs are winning. Avs we're are all are winning, baby. Fun. It's a winner's lounge. Not <laughs> <laughs> the winner's lounge.
1: We're back! Yeah, it's funny, the contrast between the abs and the and the nuggets is really hilarious because it's just like abs fans like just so confident that they're going to win seven to zero, and they will.
2: Well, they 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 were not confident after after a few games ago, but I. So and I, people and I, in this lounge. And were I and I Ash yelled at them. Fans are very confident. No, they told me they were really? too superstitious. We couldn't drop the shirt. Oh, everyone was right, too, too right, nervous right. and like about um,
1: it. Well, I'll tell you what. I, it's gonna have a hard. It's gonna take a lot for me to regain confidence in the Denver Nuggets after this one. And it's not because I don't think that they're good. Not because I don't think they have a chance in this th- series or that's over. But. Things like this just seem to happen to them. I mean, it just, it. I, I'm, I guess I should first welcome in. I'm Adam Midas, I'm joined by Brendan Fowler. Uh, we're presented by DraftKings. Oh, your right. balls will thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can hop on and try to win some money to wash away the complete sorrows oh, yeah. of being a loser. Eric, why don't you hop on now as we're talking? And, I, have my, um, I need my phone. I wow, think I'll my you phone. really oh. dropped the ball on your own you side. You know what? Get the F out of here. Get the F out of here and go <laughs> find your <laughs> thing. Um, no, but for real, um, we all talked beforehand. We had this great vibe about us. <laughs> like not that this means anything. I mean, but we had this great sort of feeling of like, you know what this Nuggets team, they've just got so many pieces. I watched that opening where I felt like Utah had some tough shots that they made. And I'm like, you know what this first quarter is going great. Denver's playing defense hard. Yo. They they, you know, they got confidence and swagger obliterated. I mean, this was this game was not nearly as close as the score says, and I'm not even sure it was as close as the widest margin during that that run said. Yeah. This was a complete and total ass whooping.
2: Yeah, this was rough. Uh, you know what the good thing is, though, is that this is one game out of a series of uh, at most seven. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, and you it's one-one. I mean, thank God they got game one because it's one-one. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean. L- listen, like that's the point is that this was just so one-sided in a way where you're just like the Jazz just could not miss a shot they could not miss a three there were a lot of open threes but there were a lot of threes that they were just I mean they just hit them they just well, hit everyone so here's
1: my question and this is the big question I think for the series and really about the Nuggets and I think really will determine just how good of a team this actually is I mean the playoffs reveal to you how good you are and I want to ask you first vote did the Jazz hit a lot of threes or do they this is what the Jazz do they make three pointers and and they got a lot of very comfortable looks and Denver just was collapsed I mean is should we look at this and say oh they're not going to be that hot again
3: i mean both things happened right you can say that was an outlier shooting performance but this is a a team that does shoot well B a team that's willing to shoot and C, all of those looks were in rhythm i mean the, so, rhythm is the big part i mean the nuggets contested so few of those looks and so it's not just oh this is an open three this is an open three after i just watched an open three fall on right. consecutive possessions so it is concerning i mean i do that is hopefully knock on wood as well as the jazz will shoot all series but what are we talking about here maybe that shooting is that outlier shooting is why this was almost a historic loss right yeah but you, denver did not play well enough on defense to win this game
2: no i mean th- th- this was an l for them yeah. regardless like even without the hot shooting but you know it was an l but you know like the game games are series is- are not generally sweeps in, in the NBA. Like, it's not that common for a, a, a team to lose four straight. So, you know, it's a It's, it's now officially a series. It's like uh, yeah. one-to-one, like, okay, boys, let's now go. You got to like, go
1: on the the road. Let's, you got to go on a yeah, tough right. road crowd. got to go, yeah. I, I, bring I, that energy in. I, I really want
2: to see how the Nuggets respond with a different logo superimposed on the floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, different noises coming out of the arena. Um, what about the intensity in this game? of the, the Avs game. Abs the abs are going to score every 3 they minutes. Scored, it's, it's just like I mean it's five. awesome. Like it's I'm, not 5 to 0 and it's uh, just so uh, inverted <laughs> to the Nuggets. It's 5 to 0. Yeah, it, and 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 it is 5 I, to I 0. Can, I can
2: see myself in the face of the uh, the Coyotes. Rick Talkin <laughs> and
1: I share a lot of kindred spirit right now. Was <laughs> it was what about the effort because I'm going to be honest man in the first quarter and really in, there are moments throughout the game where I'm like man they're flying around yeah. and they feel to have like this is the what the Nuggets need to do to win this game. Did it, did it wane? Was the urgency going? What Was that an issue in this game?
3: I mean, by the third quarter, I thought it waned a little. It seemed yeah. like both the players and the staff yeah, almost kind of waved through white the towel.
1: You but, could tell who the hungrier dog was for sure. For, but to your
3: point, I mean, part of what's concerning is no, I actually liked the defensive yeah. effort in the first half. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I mean, look, they went with like a soft hedge, kind of two at Mitchell, two at the ball thing in the first half, which almost forced Utah to play healthier offense Two to the ball, we move the ball, and if you move the ball enough against this Denver defense, they will make a mistake. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Do you think they overreacted? I mean, Donovan Mitchell had 57 points, a historic number,
3: yeah. and I, I think so. Our guy Seth Partnow framed it this way on Twitter: I think you'd rather make Mitchell be tremendous than make the rest of that offense be competent. Right. And you were,
1: or ha- maybe good. I would say they were good tonight. Good they even, knocked down. Good open Oh yeah, they were. But di- they this- weren't historic. They just were knocked down open shots.
2: Yeah. This, dude, this is gonna be the jo- the Jordan Car- Clarkson game. This was the Jordan Clarkson Yeah, I mean, game. I think you kind
3: of, like, I, I would have rather seen Mitchell go for 50 again, honestly, than this.
1: So Donovan Mitchell still goes for 30 points. He, he has a plus 23 in this game over 33 minutes. He's 10 of 14. So even though he didn't go for 57, I mean, he only missed four shots today. Uh, had eight assists. I, I saw a stat from David Locke. Seven of those were to three point three point shooters for three-point shots. Um, I I do think there's something, too. Denver, let's be honest, man. I'm I don't I think I might just say Denver sucks on defense I mean I I really thought that that they were going to turn up the intensity and okay you don't have Gary Harris maybe we can you know mix and match some pieces and I do think there's that there's something to that but let's be honest guys Jokic in the pick and roll against a a lob threat just there's nothing you can do you're gonna have to pick your poison and it might be to Seth Partnow's point it might be that you pick Donovan Mitchell being awesome which he's going to be and you just don't let them get going from three-pointers because from the three-point line is where it snowballs, yeah. and a six-point lead becomes a 16-point lead like in a blink of an eye. Right.
2: Yeah, it got away. I mean, when it got away, it got away
1: quick. B- very quick. And I think what Denver only took
3: 27 to Utah's 44 three-pointers tonight. So it also becomes a math problem at a certain point there as well.
1: Yeah, so there's another side of the ball here that I want to talk about or another side of the court. I don't know what you say in basketball. Another end of the floor. That uh, we could talk about, and that was that I thought Denver's game plan today offensively was a little too Jokic versus Gobert centric. Yeah, not they... Jokic, not too Jokic centric. They posted him up a ton today. Yeah,
2: he was, I mean, early on, and it looked early. It looked promising, but Jokic you're right. was like, 10 of
1: 21. He was
2: good. Yeah, he wasn't that great today.
1: No, no, no. He was good as a post scorer. I just don't yeah. think you can win saying, like, let's keep posting up Gobert. Like, yeah. Let's just keep posting up.
2: There's really something to the idea of just getting other people involved so that you can count on them. I mean, the Nuggets really, unlike the Utah Jazz, don't have that supernova. Um, so it's like really imperative that you get all of the team engaged and you're right. Like Jokic was just sort of backing down Gobert. Uh, he missed a bunch of those bunnies early on, which is really strange, but you know, at the end of the day, like that wouldn't have mattered anyway, had he made a lot of those shots, like Jokic would have had like 35, 36 points.
1: So he had, yeah, exactly. So he had 47% shooting today, 10 of 21. Let's say he goes 15 of 21 gets 10 more points because these are mostly those bunnies you're talking about, those inside ones, maybe 12 more points. This game's not close. I right. mean, it's like the game was so far away right. from them
2: that... Everybody else looks so clunky. They just, like, weren't in the flow because there was no flow to get to be in.
1: And it's weird to me because Gobert in the playoffs and just when teams have been able to be good uh, against him have drawn him out of the paint. And it felt like Denver was trying to hammer him inside, which, again, I thought Jokic did better than almost any center would have done in this specific strategy. It just was... I don't know that you can win that way. And we didn't see anything else going. We didn't see the dribble handoff game. We didn't see a lot of Jamal Murray today. I mean, we can move on to him. We were yeah, all prepared dude. to talk about Jamal Murray making the leap. This is oh. him. Like, even me, who have been a big skeptic, I'm like, you know what? He's had four consistent games in a row in the bubble four. or whatever. I'm like, I'm in. As soon as I go in, the guy goes, goes out there gives him six of 13, 14 he, he, points.
2: He was not engaged in this game at all. Yeah, like, he he just – wasn't, it wasn't even that he was shooting inconsistently or his shot wasn't falling. He just was like – a non-factor. He just, like, wasn't... He was just one of the guys out there. Yeah, it was weird. Like, he just seemed groggy. Like, I, I don't know if... Um, maybe a late night in the player's lounge at the Grand Destino. Maybe he... Uh, I highly doubt that. <laughs> maybe, maybe he... Uh, maybe Oh, you think he maybe went over to the Grand Floridian or... Oh no 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 I just <laughs> or maybe
3: maybe this is just the Jamal Murray that we've we've known No I point. did I I I'm
2: I'm not I'm not backing off my take on this like this, cuz this wasn't a bad bad game by him it was just like he wasn't like just shooting and bricking and shooting like in the the season it would be he would just like not be able to shoot. He would not hit any transition threes. Right, and then he still shot like forty-five percent.
1: Yeah, he still had. Yeah, the he just he just wasn't.
2: He just had. He lost that killer instinct. I don't know.
1: So you feel Donovan Mitchell like every yes. play. You're just kind of yeah. like, God, this guy is just in control. And with 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 Murray tonight, at least, it felt like. He wasn't hitting enough of those tough shots for you to really feel. him. you're just like, okay, every now and then he's going to hit a tough yeah, shot. And yeah. and then he'll just go back and, and not be there. So, um, you know, I want to rewatch the tape on him. I yeah. want to see. I really want to rewatch the tape, too, and just see more about what Denver's strategy appeared to be, both defensively maybe overcommitting to Mitchell and offensively overcommitting to Iso Jokic um, tonight, which it just felt like. But but those are some of my big takeaways from this one. It just feels like we just talked about Donovan Mitchell Forcing Denver,
3: maybe an over adjustment, an overreaction, but yeah. forcing Denver to react, change what they were doing in D from game one to game two, then from the first half to the second half, even within this game, you don't see Jamal Murray change forcing defenses to react. I think yeah. they say you come down, you hit that tough shot again, fine. But he's not doing anything that's making life easier for Jokic or the other guys. And and I I know game one just happened. I, I saw it and it was awesome. But like, we're having this conversation about Mitchell. You talk about Dame that way. You talk about the elite guards that way. How does Murray bend your defense in half? Um, tonight, he just looked reluctant to try anything. Yeah. And, and the whole offense suffered.
2: Yeah, he was – I don't know. He was just like, yeah, just – if I if I didn't know anything, I just would think that he didn't – like, he was distracted or something. Like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he just wasn't – just wasn't the
1: killer. Yeah, he yeah. was just, like,
2: kind of passing off and yeah. – you know, whatever. It's like he, he wasn't, again, like not playing badly, just not playing like we need him to.
1: Another guy I want to talk about, I'm sure we're going to revisit a lot of this, Harrison Wind right now, talking to Michael Malone, the players as we speak. He'll be joining us in just a moment. But I want to talk about Tory Craig too, because only 27 and a half minutes tonight. Four, um, he has four, uh, what did Tory Craig have? Oh, he had zero points. Yeah, he didn't He didn't have, he was 0 of 2. He took one three, had one shot inside. But the offensive part I don't care about. Like Tory Craig's going to wax and wane on the offensive yeah. end. I really counted on him to really slow down Donovan Mitchell, and I right. thought early in this game he did Oof. just that. I thought Donovan Mitchell struggled early on, in large part because Torrey Craig does a good job. There was a play, and I think it was in that third quarter, where he got caught on a screen, and Jokic was livid at livid. him. Livid. And, and from that moment on, I mean, the, the wheels came off, but part of it was Torrey Craig has to be a star in his role, and that means, hey, Donovan Mitchell is the MVP of the series by leaps and bounds and you have to make him not that. You have to make him less than that. Yeah. Two games in right now. That has not happened. One because of foul trouble and then tonight just because it just it just went away. It, when the wheels before the wheels came off, Tory Craig uh uh started to lose touch of Donovan.
2: Oh, it's so true. I mean, Tory Craig, yeah. It's funny um Tory Craig was a big factor in the first game because he went out, and right. we, we – and B, but he also hit those, uh, what, three out of five three-pointers? Yeah. Um, he just – he was a factor in, like, a factor in this game in that he was just, like a lot of other players, just a ghost. Just, yeah. Just – he was there, but you know, because you see it on the score sheet, but –
1: yeah, how does this change so your perspective now? I mean, we were so confident coming into this one; we felt great <laughs> about the Nuggets. This is a playoff series, I had Nuggets
3: dude. by double digits tonight. That was my double prediction. digits. Yeah. Wow!
2: Um, Do you guys remember last year?
1: Do you remember the spell? I love it. I wanted to go here. I have it on my notes. Yeah, last year was this. They really were last was. year after it was, ab- Other it was way just around, right? straight, straight well. roller coaster.
2: Like every game that I met you guys out at uh, the View House, we watched it outside, which is. I mean, if we're talking about venues to watch, whatever. I won't. It say was it. so dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like they were like, "Can you guys move over? We're playing cornhole over here." Yeah, like, yeah. I think we're having yeah, a like nobody to watch was like, really whatever. into it, and yeah, nobody they lost every it. game. It was totally, the opposite of the DNVR. Yeah, bar. It was like
2: this. It was like just it sucked. Like there was nothing, and it was like uh, another one of these games where you just question, like, "Am I am I stupid? Like, <laughs> d- am I am oh, I lying to it myself?" Oh, this game totally
1: makes you feel stupid. Like I feel I, I feel bamboozled.
2: <laughs> I do. I feel. And it is another game where you're like. We were saying earlier, like, why do I care more about the Denver Nuggets than the Denver Nuggets care about the Denver Nuggets? Felt
1: like that one tonight, But so it's, you know,
2: F it, man. It's the playoffs. Like, that's why these are are two really good teams. And they're two evenly matched teams in a lot of ways. And so far, Utah has had uh, the bigger punches thrown.
1: It's weird because I feel like Utah has fewer things they can do, but Den- but Denver can't stop the thing they, they, they're they best yes. at, and and that's what I think is most concerning. Um, But I do remember last year in the playoffs, guys, through three games against San Antonio, Denver looked more like the team they looked in this game yes. than the team that won. Remember, Jamal Murray went nuclear. Denver had this great run. I think they were down like 15 points or something yep. in the third quarter of game two, about yep. to go down 0-2. Very true. And it was just like, man, they've looked good for, I don't know, a couple minutes out of this series following the first three games, then they came to life. They gained some experience and, I, and, and this and that. So for me, I, I kind of feel like we're more in that territory, but I'll tell you what, it doesn't feel good when you lose that bad, that resoundingly to a team.
2: Hey, Harrison, you want to come over and uh, be miserable with the rest of us? The Peloton Prince. A pull yeah, pull how, the mic and it let us know.
1: Michael
0: Malone today? In uh, uh, a great mood, um,
1: I'm sure. All right, so Jamal
0: Murray up in Kentucky in the post-game
1: interview. Huh. Looks like. We're trying to get that old feeling back. Um, so first yeah. off, Harrison, who, t- who spoke?
0: So we had Michael Malone, obviously, Nico Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. Talk
1: today. Wow, it's everybody I want to hear from. The that's, big that's, three. The, that's the big three. But the you big know three, baby. <laughs> Before I hear what you have to say, why don't we hit one break and then I want to, I want to, I want to get all Dueling of these breaks. notes. Yeah. Well, we can just do the one break. Uh, vote has them up and ready. Uh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, stall for me for ten seconds. Oh, oh, geez. Um, Harrison. Hey. Oh, we, we said has your confidence. That was the last question. Has your confidence overall in the series been shaken by this ass whooping?
0: No, because I picked this series to go six games. I thought this would be – Yeah. I I didn't think this would be like a seven-game knockdown, drag-out, San Antonio-Spurs-Portland-Trailblazers type series, but I thought Utah would push Denver. And based on how the seeding games went, and I'm sure you guys have hit on this, but how hot Utah was from three, how many threes they shot, and how bad Nuggets' three-point defense was, I was honestly expecting a game like this to happen. Yeah. So I was accounting for something like this.
1: Hmm.
3: All right, we ready to go here? Yeah, we're going to talk about Breckenridge Brewery. That's what we do here at the DNVR Sports Bar on Tuesday. Can't Kofax, even drink right now. I'm Denver too, too Sports depressed.
1: and Breckenridge. <laughs> I'm too miserable What's to drink. What's the most? That's, depressing. When I,
0: that's when I usually drink. <laughs> <laughs> What was that question? Where
3: were you going for? I was something? gonna
1: say, what beer do you drink when you're depressed? What's the uh, ultimate? Oh, uh, vodka. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I just look like a
1: dark
2: ass. I just look like th- yeah, to see yeah, if I can find quarter. if I can find old discarded beers in the gut. I might
1: drink. <laughs> I, drink I might those. drink a Vanilla Porter Junior because that was one of the silver linings. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, one
3: beer that's always worth checking out, win or lose, it's the Avalanche Amber Ale. <laughs> yeah. That's the classic. That's a Brent winner's brew. beer. At the we moment. did, yeah, and fruit. we did
2: get avalanche.
3: Yeah, that the the abs are on fire, so you can drink to that. Uh, so if you're not sure where to find it. You can get it here at the DNVR bar, of course. You can order it from Breck or just punch it into the Breck beer locator on Google. You'll find the nearest store, what they're carrying, how much it is, all that good jazz. So check out the Avalanche Amber Ale from Breck Brew. Uh, Also, I have to talk about MSU Denver Online, putting a dynamic education at your fingertips without forcing you to decide between earning a degree and living your life. Um, Look, everything right now is about getting it done from home. What a luxury to be able to get your education from your couch. And I think often, those of us when we hear Six about- 6-0! The,
1: the, the abs, abs are just rubbing it in the Nuggets' <laughs> faces right and now. I love the abs. This is like, it's like tough, because I want to be like, yeah, but I just feel so They've got to lift the city of Six Denver zero. up right now. Lift them up, let's lift, lift, the, lift up the city. Lift us up.
3: We'll wrap this up. Often when I see online education, it looks to me like, um, you know, half as much as what you could get if you were to go to the traditional route. Um, That's really totally. not the case with MSU Denver Online. It's not a point A to point B experience. Your teachers are committed and responsive so check out msu denver Online,
2: uh, the Avs outscored Tory Craig by six.
1: <laughs> we should do a list of all the Nuggets that got outscored. <laughs> Craig pulled a full. Wilson, Chandler, Game oh, 82 man. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Paul Millsap yeah, got outscored boy. by the Avs so far. Well, pa- Dad, a- Dad v. Avs. Avs win. Yeah, Troy Daniels almost outscored the Avs, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Grant has outscored the Avs, but there's still two, two, uh, two periods. Right? Yeah. there's still a lot of time for the Avs. Wait, no. We're we're in the third, right? We're already no, we're in the second. This we're is in the, the second, second period. period. <laughs> the abs, are just, abs are like the twenty fifteen Warriors. Can right we now? just talk about the abs? <laughs> Good night,
2: <because> guys. <laughs> this is this is now an abs <laughs> <ours> podcast.
1: <laughs> I, I want this for the Nuggets so bad. This is like a, just stunting on them, like bull yeah. bull plays the whole fourth because you're murdering oh, them. Damn. yeah, that was the thing. Like the ja- the Jazz
2: punched the Nuggets in the mouth, and the Nuggets were just like, all right, And they just like Man, took it. they threw they in the towel. They, they threw in the towel so through it. the third. The oh, the some shots are going in. Yeah. All right, let's
1: pack up and go home. The, wa- the wackest. Games? No, we're done. That we're done with it. Um, all right, Harrison, so tell me. what a Michael Malone. So with these ladies, let me have a theory before you get there. Okay. These, I love these, these. These games, you lose at the buzzer, you blow it in the fourth, whatever. That's tough. When you sit on the sideline for an hour just watching like, where the, the the end result is not in doubt, yeah. it almost gives you a chance to de- decompress and feel a <laughs> yeah. bunch of other emotions. Um, because halftime was probably when he went off,
0: not they, postgame. They, <laughs> halftime, they were still in it, kind of. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you with that argument, and I think that's why Malone was pretty measured in his postgame comments along with Murray, Jokic, and PJ. Hey, you act MPJ. like you baby. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's game two. It's game two. The yeah, series yeah. is 1-1. Right. Uh, Denver uh, Denver came out one game one. Utah made some adjustments. Now it's Denver's turn to that's make some adjustments. exactly what it that's is. That's what Jamal Murray said. It's our turn to make some adjustments now. So nobody's freaking out here. Yes, Utah played really well. Donovan Mitchell surgically dissected Denver's defense, I thought. I I was just as impressed with him today as I might have been when he scored 57. But um, I'm not really sensing any panic from the Nuggets. Yeah, they've got a lot of stuff to clean up. And I I think the three-point defense is concerning just because it's not just a one-game trend. See, that's the thing. That's the
1: thing. I don't know. We've seen
0: this. Like time and time again. See, I
1: want to buy in, but yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know that Denver has the horses to do it. I mean, let's be honest, Jokic is struggling in the pick and roll defense. Like, his biggest haters f- say that he would in, in a series like this right now. And oh, um,
2: screw you, biggest haters.
1: It, well, I mean, at the moment they get to take a little bit of a victory. No, I know. we wanted them. a victory lap today. We wanted to do one. You know what? But-
2: the, I'm not backing down. I'm not like the Nuggets. I, I'm not going to take this punch from my from the haters and just let them roll. This is game two. Game 3 was coming. Like, you know, let's take I love this it. in. I love like energy. let's feel he's, let's, he's already
1: turned around. I love it. Let's feel like he garbage so together. You guys should have seen him over well, here.
2: Well, it was bad. Let's feel bad together, but let's like let's flush this out of our system. We're almost out.
1: We're almost out. Yeah. Like
2: I mean there's takeaways from this game if we were to try and play this game again, but next game will not be this
1: game. Right. Definitely true.
0: What's most concerning Literally. for Literally. me and kind of like we were just saying like the, the defensive issue that they had today. These are the the, the defensive issues they've had all year. Yeah, see, They're, that's the, the thing. defensive issues that they had in the seeding games. Lack of communication, not identifying the right personnel, no KYP, and like yeah, you can talk about cleaning that stuff up and saying yeah, I mean like that stuff's really easy to blame for the open three point shooting that Utah had. But when it's just the same issue time and time right. again. Like, it's tough to have a ton of confidence that those issues will suddenly get corrected now that we're in the playoffs. It's not just, like, an effort thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not. And, and, like, effort mitigates that. And I often
3: think Denver's effort on D is, like, informed or fueled by – how well are they playing on the other end? And they did not get the ball yeah. popping at all no. in either of these games. And I think, like, when you stand and watch a guy iso or watch a guy post up, there's no juice to that. And half those shots miss, then you got to get back on transition. It's just deflating and compounding.
1: I think another thing I would say here is. Uh- Jokic in particular, but I thought the team as a whole not very poised. I mean, here's the thing: Rudy Gobert was flopping. I mean, he was like he was his most annoying self tonight, like just like falling over, (laughs) talking to the ref, like that first series where he. He just fell
2: out, and then like it, he oh, he, he was go. trying
1: to work Zach but and it worked. I mean, he got a lot of favorable calls. What do we in decide we're going
2: to call him now? That oh, the uh, we wanted the to stifle, stifle Flower, but we didn't get to bust it. The out. stifle Hopefully Flower. I'm bust busting it out. out. Call game. him the stifle Flower from this but, point on. But you know,
1: Gobert, I thought was doing all of the things that are designed to make a player frustrated. And I thought Jokic. I got to give him credit. He did not get a technical. He towed the line. There was a couple times mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get one, but I do think that it affected his game. When we talk about these bunnies. I think Jokic was a little a little ramped up tonight in a way that was unhealthy, not in a way that was productive. Yeah,
2: yeah. It
1: seemed like at one
0: point, like, he was getting the shots he wanted, but he was pressing a little around the hoop. He
2: was. He was, like, it is weird to see Nikola Jokic play and feel like he is pressing. That is, like, not part of his game It's so
1: funny because I remember it only a few times, and early in his career, remember Carl Anthony Towns. The first year... Had some great games against them, and then I remember like the second year going back, it was like, oh man, he's trying to go right at him, and right. and it's like having the inverse effect. There was a little bit of that tonight, but I just thought he was frustrated. I mean, he yelled at Tory Craig at one point in yeah. this game. Did yeah. he? Did he? What did? What was his post-game press conference like?
0: Uh, not much, to be honest. Just kind of echoing Malone's comments, and yeah. uh, he he did say some things about you know we need to continue to make plays for each other, kind of getting to the point that. You know, the offense hasn't been beautiful. It hasn't been, like, super clean. It's been rough. So I I don't think he's thrilled with where they're at offensively, nor should he be. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, um, so let's get into some silver linings here. Number one – well, it's not number one, but it's number one on my list. Jeremy Grant had three (laughs) rebounds. It's up, uh, up from zero the time before. I remember one of them, that one in the yeah. corner, and, th- and it wasn't even a rebound. I, like rolled to him at the three <laughs> point line. Um, no, but for real, Michael Porter Jr. tonight, twenty eight points, six rebounds, ten of seventeen shooting, and that's six of nine from the three point line. Yeah, Michael Porter, man, like, you know, I've said this all along, and this is why this year is so interesting for him is the team isn't designed to exploit Michael Porter Jr. The next designed he doesn't seem to know when he's going to shoot or this or that. His best games have come. And his best moments have come when there's nothing to lose. It's like, hey, we just need you to be an aggressive, like the guy you were in high school. Just go out there and just shoot yeah. it. And there's no such thing as a bad shot because we're down 35. And tonight, six of nine from the three-point line. And it just felt like, I mean, he had an incredible second half and especially like down the stretch. But it didn't matter, of course. But at least it's one of those things that you look at and go, okay, does that get him going? Does that get him a little bit more, um, you know, I, I to me, that's actually a pretty important silver lining because his points are valuable.
3: I mean it was the full experience though tonight wasn't it like 28 points on 10 of 17 6 of 9 from 3 but I mean at times the defense was just like it was really really hard to watch so But it I, was
1: that way in the last game he just didn't score any points I agree. so it's like
3: I, look this is he comes out his first game in the playoffs as a rookie not great comes out the second game actually shoots the ball really damn well yeah. so maybe he starts putting more things together he's a confidence player a rhythm player definitely important to, for him to see these go down
1: it's all he was also a minus seven in, in 33 minutes and minus is not that bad that it wasn't and that was not fourth quarter making it up he was that way throughout this whole like going into the fourth quarter it was looking like that so you look at the other starters minus 23 minus 16 minus 20 minus 13 when he was on the court denver was doing okay and and i i do think there's something too he's so tall his shot is so good and the more he gets confident and the more it's like hey we just need you to go out there and create buckets the more I feel like he can deliver yeah. on that promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got in like a little bit, a little mini
2: fu mode, which yeah. is pretty cool. Fu mode's a good way. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, a competitor. He is a competitor. He like in the first game he was tentative, and it's good, even though it came into what amounted to extreme, extremely long garbage time. He still got into fu mode, and yeah. uh, you got, I mean, you love to see it.
0: Yeah. So what I sense with Porter today, and he kind of said this a little in his post game, which I can talk about, but. It feels like the Jokic, Murray, Porter trio, like getting all three of those guys going at the same time is still obviously a work in progress. Yeah, it's tough because to do, man. you've got the Jokic, Murray two man game. You get that going. And then Porter kind of feels like he gets going separately right now. Th- those three still aren't really meshing together. And uh, I mean, that's going to be a big step for this team, getting all three of those guys kind of operating in sync because when we've seen Porter's best stretches, it's like been a quick 12 points from him and then he had like 10 the fourth and garbage time but it's like okay Jokic Murray do stuff in the first half and then or first quarter then a quick 12 uh, 12 point spurt from MPJ and you just don't have a lot of him scoring and then that's Jokic the scoring and yeah. then MPJ that's the thing. Like, and then Murray it's just not like so cohesive That's
2: the thing like for this Nuggets squad to reach their full potential it, it, they really need to have that Give that other team a feeling of hopelessness. Like, yeah. just come on and just 100%. overwhelm yep. them, and then make them do what the Nuggets did, which is just recede and be like, "All right, we'll just pack it in for next game."
0: Yeah, and you could see tonight a little bit where MPJ kind of gets frozen out a little. When uh, when I feel like the Murray- I want to make
1: something clear. I don't yeah. think he gets frozen out. The offense doesn't incorporate him right but i don't think it's like a, like we're not going to this guy no no I mean, he'll yeah shoot it. And, and what i'm getting at is post people say that they people have been sending that right. to me and i'm like come on guys like right. it's hard it's hard integrating a new piece and, and
0: post game what he said was you know when i'm oh, on baby. the floor with jamal and yoke i gotta hunt for my shot more i gotta be more aggressive going to the ball mm. so he senses that a little bit as well
3: yeah and filling in the blank like the 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 cracks right cut to the rim off ball uh, zero offensive boards tonight i think just one in game one so there are ways that he can get involved without necessarily having his number called. Yeah. And, and so more of that would be nice. But I thought to that point, it was encouraging to see him a couple times. I think in that second quarter, just put his head down and get to the line and get to the rim and drive hard and see himself get going.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Royce O'Neill, by the way, fantastic. I mean, some of the, one of the storylines I heard coming out of Utah. And I think after watching this game, I think, <laughs> no, but I think it's true. I, you know, like they have a better perspective of their team. Yeah, we have yeah. a better perspective of ours. One of the things I heard was, you know, of course Royce O'Neal has five fouls. They take him off of Jamal Murray down the stretch, and Jamal Murray's cooking Joe Ingles. And they're like, "Well, why would you do that? Royce O'Neal can guard him." And I'm sitting here thinking, like, "Well, we'll see." Well, we saw he can he can guard him. He shut he really just yeah. shut him down. And and Absolutely. I think if you're Jamal Murray, solving that a, a little Derek White-esque, you know, figuring him out, and then and then once you figure it out, you gotta press down on it because if you can't, if Jamal Murray can be mitigated by the other teams. Tory Craig their version of Tory Craig then that's going to be a huge L for Denver I don't know that they're going to be able to make up those points so to me that's another that battleground that I would say last game was sort of on my back burner like I was paying attention to this game moves right to the top of the list of like okay yeah. Craig versus Mitchell O'Neal versus uh, Murray right now I think you have to score that that fight heavily in favor of Utah at the moment even really. if, what do you got
2: um, I just won my bet. So I bet uh, the, uh, the... the the uh, From DraftKings
1: Sportsbook. I just bet the Celtics America's to get to, top 10 rated to,
2: 10 to 10 before the 76ers in quarter number two. So if you want to talk about silver linings, let's talk about gold linings. Let's talk about my
1: pockets. <laughs> Can I tell you something? This bit that we've created, you need to start announcing your bets before so that we have yeah, I was. Wa- I mean, I was... It doesn't listen. matter. Figure out your bet, then let us know. I know. I'm just... I'm, I he doesn't want you. the viewers to
0: screw with his odds.
1: Yeah, they? I don't... What, what do I want you
0: and
2: the viewers to <laughs> screw with my yeah, odds? So true.
1: Um, Jeremy Grant tonight, by the the way i'm looking at this here minus 21 not in that heavy a minutes i mean it looks i i don't really have notes on him so much uh, other than the numbers look like he he was uh you know they were in real negative when he was on the court tonight so something to kind of keep an eye on let's take another break and then guys let's try to look ahead let's start talking about what's going to happen because one thing about this bubble the the games are coming every 48 hours we will be back in this bar in two days and we have a chance to watch this bad taste out of our mouth. But Harrison, yeah. first of all, take us away. Is it DraftKings? Uh We got DraftKings in one second. First, though, Strava Craft Coffee. I had one Ooh. today oh. right here. At oh. the Thank DMV God I, right I have had a heart lining. attack if I would have had Strava today before this, like, <laughs> nightmare.
3: No, the CBD kicks in just in time before your heart. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Just, maybe it kicks I, in you know, right before the
0: show starts. played that horribly. <laughs> yeah, but you can get the DMVR bar, the cold brew. Uh, you can get it for 20% off with the code DMVR20. Uh, they also have a subscription service. Is that correct, vote? Yes, of course. Yes, uh, they have the subscri- subscription you can service. Set how frequently. Who doesn't have a subscription service these days? Not us. We have yeah. one. Uh, you can get Strava Craft Coffee for 20% off with the code DNVR20 online at stravacraftcoffee.com. Now it's time for DraftKings. Uh, of course. Boy, is it. They've got uh they've got that awesome promotion that they're doing for the NBA playoffs. Um,
1: for every day your Mike Ellie says
0: for every day that you bet at least $20 on basketball go look at that <laughs> DraftKings sportsbook <laughs> will give you a $10 free bet so put $20 on uh on a bet and then get a $10 has like
1: a free bet around He's made a lot of get, a lot of bets.
2: I've be, I have made a lot of bets. I am mm-hmm. but I, they're not none of them are big. I don't make big bets. And overall I'm 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 pretty
1: I'm well up. Yeah. Uh, Overall, um, so our DraftKings today, we do have to do a DraftKings King of the Game. We do, um, I, I think if you give it to a Nugget, we can't give it we can't give wallet. it to a Nugget. You have to give it to Michael or to Donovan Mitchell. I mean, he's been, he's the King of the Series. Okay, oh, you because we already made a graphic. That's why 10. Uh, ten of 14 30 points, eight assists. I mean, look. The nice thing is, I do think that Denver, you know, you got to solve him, and if you can't, you tip your hat and you change your team because you've got to find guys that can stop Donovan Mitchell. He's a great player. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell is a great player, but he's a top twenty player. He might be a top fifteen player. He's not. If you can't stop him, you're. You, he's not Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's not. He's not LeBron J. He's not some of these guys. So. I think he's a fantastic player absolutely capable of winning a playoff series you just don't want to be one of the teams that can't beat donovan mitchell and right now he is absolutely dominating and when uh, you put it like that he is he is playing like true though right yeah he is playing
0: like a top 10 player in the league right now though like he he is in a zone right now shooting the ball i mean he was not a great three-point shooter this regular season
1: you know malone talks about this all the time and i think he's a hundred percent right the Nuggets have handed him—I don't want to call them—they're kind of soft. Let's be honest. Will Barton had—there was a big blow up, Remember, this is one of the storylines this year. What game was it where Will Barton went into the locker room and said, you guys realize everybody in the league thinks we're a bunch of punks. They think we're talented, but they just think we're a bunch of punks, and you guys okay with that? It was that? After, I mean, the loss. after the Clippers lost. After the Clippers lost. I mean, the Clippers clowned the Nuggets, yep. right? Clowned them on national television. And basically did everything other than like laugh at Dame like they did Damian Lillard in the bubble. Um, And Will Barton (laughs) had that speech. And Michael Malone has actually brought this up a lot. Uh, Most recently this year when Terrence Davis lit the Nuggets on fire and he said, there's some people around this organization that don't value toughness. I mean, I felt like it was one of his weirdest comments he had all year. But he's right. I really do think one of the reasons teams people always ask why does everybody shoot so well against us?
0: They're comfortable.
1: I think they're just so comfortable out there. Why is Donovan Mitchell not a great pick and roll or pick and roll three-point shooter or this or that, but all of a sudden he's in fuego? He's comfortable. He mm-hmm. knows that the Nuggets are going to try to out finesse them, outscore him, outdo this doesn't know that they have a guy that's going to and I'm not saying be dirty, just somebody that's going to get in his ear and try to make him on tilt and that doesn't always have to be physical sometimes it's emotional, sometimes it's mental sometimes it's saying F you, this guy's not scoring on me, I don't care what I have to do Nuggets just don't have those guys
0: Yeah, Donovan Mitchell has the look in his eye right now that I feel like LeBron always gets a against the Nuggets where he just knows or what the, the defense is going to do yeah. two, three rotations before that the defense does. Yeah, yeah. He for just sure. has that look right now. Um, I do want to talk about Will Barton in a second, but uh, make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings oh, Sportsbook app read. now and use code DNVR <laughs> when you sign up. No for a limited idea. time, no all users can get a $10 free bet when placing a bet of $20 or more on all first-round playoff action. Again, that's promo code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
1: So looking ahead now, guys, um, Gary Harris to me. Yeah, we can talk about Will Barton real quick, I guess, well, before we get to Gary Harris. Uh, Will Barton's out of the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, did he take his
2: take the Nuggets mojo with him?
1: Oh, God. he might. Well, you know, want to know something? We just talked about Will Barton being that sort of spiritual core to the team. He's in Jokic's ear giving him confidence nonstop because he truly believes in him. He's been in Michael Porter Jr.'s ear. He is the guy that got them together after that Clippers loss and yelled at him and called him a bunch of punks, basically. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say, man. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> do, do they have the guy right
0: now that is going to blow people up? Do they have the guy right now that's That's going to light light the locker room up and tell them to get their shit together? I don't know. Will Barton was that guy. I don't know if anybody else is. Is Jamal going to do that? I don't know. But that was the first thought when the news came down that Will Barton was leaving the bubble. Yes, you're not going to get his on-court abilities this playoffs, or that's what it's looking like most likely. Um, But you're going to miss his voice maybe even more, I think. Right.
1: I mean, we'll never – I don't think we're going to find this out, but leaving the bubble at this moment just seems so bizarre. Um, you know I, I I mean, I understand it. Do you want to know why he left the bubble?
0: Please. Well, I, his knee's been bothering him, obviously, the whole time he's been down there. Clearly. it's uh, It was bothering him during the season. He was frustrated that, you know, whatever rehab he was doing in the bubble wasn't working. Hmm. And he wants to get healthy, obviously, for next season. Yeah, not um, for this one. It doesn't seem. And I mean, a
3: short turnaround, too. Yeah. And, and
0: he – like. Point blank, he just wants to get healthy. He's frustrated that the rehab hasn't worked, so he's going to get the treatment that he needs. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's likely that he comes back. I would just love some more details beyond knee soreness. I mean, we're talking
3: about yeah, I mean, rehab. It's not not going to get
1: it. I know, oh, it is ridiculous. Um, well, that so I mean that's unfortunate. I think mentally we're kind of already there with with the guys that haven't been playing. But it does bring me to this one point: if Gary Harris doesn't play in Game Three, or if we don't get an update on him being close. Then I'm, I just completely am going to give up hope. So I'm, I'm two days away, I would say, from giving up hope completely because you know what? It is so clear to me that the Nuggets need Gary Harris. Yes. They need anybody that can defend. Yes, they and do. They just don't have those guys right now. Gary Harris, we know, can. And if you have Torrey Craig and Gary Harris out of the lineup, the offense is going to get clunky, it's going to get ugly. But at least you can stop what they try to yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, the fact that uh, Gary Harris did not leave makes me feel like we're going to see him.
0: That, that is, I mean, I guess you can say that is a good development. It's that true. He's still there,
2: and you know, I, I don't know if you guys have been listening, but I've been listening to various podcasts that have players on, and I
0: don't listen to any other podcasts <laughs> <like this>
2: podcast. <laughs> That's smart. Uh, you shouldn't even listen to this podcast, frankly. But um, the uh, more than one player has described. Jokingly, but kind of not jokingly, this experience like being in jail. Yeah,
1: yeah, for like sure. It's, uh, Will Barton said that. Yeah, Will, yeah, Will Barton, Barton said did. that. I've heard, I've heard. Yeah, I, I've heard it a lot too. I yeah. heard also
2: Andre Iguodala say it. Like, yeah, and they're all like, you know, they're 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 not saying it, but they kind of are. But I can imagine, like, if you're not gonna play, you'd be like, dude, this is kind of miserable. I don't even have that fun moment to go play basketball. Right. You know, like you can only. I it, mean, it, the, the grandestino is only. It is so a little weird
0: though that like. All they have to do there is play basketball, and they're comparing it to jail, which just makes you think about like what are they doing outside of basketball during a normal playoff? These, I know. These, oh yeah, I know. I mean, for I real,
1: know. You, you know what's funny is like they these guys would hate my life. Yeah, <laughs> I want these guys to have to be like sentenced to my life yeah, for months. I I like this sucks. I do he feel works. I do feel oddly imprisoned by my own life. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> it's like eight times a day, I'm just like, this next hour is gonna suck.
3: Do you consider? a change with Craig like could you go to PJ Dozier in the starting lineup
1: I think Tory Craig has a role in this one he just has to step up and play it I mean part of this is guys have to play the role that they have on this team and if Tory Craig is not the hey I'm gonna shut down Donovan Mitchell then I don't know what his role is so um if you're at that moment then then it's over you know I mean time time to move on or, or whatever um it's Man, it's, I want to go back to your point, though, just even though we're kind of backtracking here about the jail and everything, because there was a real... Oh, God, this you guys are not going to love this red, reference. It's The Graduate, right? I um, love that movie. Uh, with, uh, it's Dustin Hoffman, right? And, and do you sure. remember the end of yeah. it when they're married yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're in the, the back and then, like... Their their smile slowly fades. You know this famous moment, right? No? Nope. No? You guys, yeah, it's famous. It's a famous one. I I I have seen the graduate. I'm
0: not completely in the dark on this
1: one. So it reminded me of Jamal Murray because I was watching him because TNT or whoever it was kept on him as he walked down the hall. And he was all, in the interview, he's all pumped. And then you could see him going with all the people with masks. They're like, all right, you need to go into this room. And now you need to, like, where that you know and everything you can just kind of see it be like oh yeah back to back to jail like back to like yeah like on court is their only reprieve. It's the, yeah like exactly yeah. like that was the great time so I do think there's something there
0: um, how you were talking about Gary Harris though and that they just need more defenders I great I, I kind of sense this with uh, Monte Morris and I'm kind of championing him to play more minutes here when Monte Morris is on the floor I don't know about you guys I just feel like the offense runs smoother and yep. defensively. Rotations are a little crisper. There's not as many screw-ups personnel-wise. No. I feel like Monte's a guy that the Nuggets obviously trust just to know his assignments, know the game plan defensively. Uh, so that's why it wasn't surprising when he was on the floor late and in overtime in game one. Um, but I'm wondering if he gets more minutes just because he's not going to make a lot of mistakes.
1: Yeah, you know, And that's kind of a similar thing you get with Gary. I'm really curious to see what the adjustments are. Uh, Mike Conley inside the bubble. We have a feeling he's going to play for Game Three. Yeah, maybe push it. To, you think he will? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Listen, get, the, this gets the, tougher.
2: The Utah Jazz have been less effective with Mike Conley than without. <laughs> I love these silver linings. It's true. I mean,
0: they. I have, mean, like, he's been great in the bubble dude. Well, he's, Malone he's did laugh like, right. Eighteen a game.
1: He did laugh after this last game when he was like, "You guys." I said if Conley's out, that means more Donovan Mitchell. And so there is a little something there. Like, Conley can't be better than Donovan Mitchell was but, I mean, as we saw
0: today, Donovan Mitchell is pretty damn good when you put two on the ball and make him give it up to somebody else. And Conley's been shooting the ball well from three. so Does Denver bounce back? Yes. Oh. Yeah. With a win? Yes. I still have Denver in five.
1: Denver in five. Wow. <laughs> a little adjustment making? Yeah. Come back. Why? Yeah. Why? What I happened?
3: think what what's gonna change? I think Jokic and Jamal play better. I just do. And I think I don't think the defense for Denver is gonna be much better, but I do think the Jazz don't hit quite so many shots. I think they gotta pick a game plan with Mitchell and stick to it and, and do it well.
2: But I, I like Denver in, in game three. Eric. Um I they definitely bounce back. I don't know if it's this next game or the game afterwards. I just know that, um, this feels very weird and hopeless and like the series is it lost. Starts getting your ass kicked. Yeah, but it's you know, like honestly, the Jazz got up and the Nuggets just like gave up. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't like if this was game, if this was a game that they had to have, I don't see, I don't think they would have thrown in the towel so quickly. Uh, I'm not saying like I'm not making an excuse. I like for this. Them.
1: I like yeah. Asail here. I'm, I'm. I'm Ahmad, other point, Denver overcomes adversity quite well. That's
2: right. Maybe other players will leave the bubble, leaving us worth only seven.
3: Yeah, I see these people these people telling me that it's going seven. You're probably right. But let me have this. Yeah. I'm sticking with it.
0: Look, this I thought this was gonna be a competitive series just because of Utah's yeah, strengths and Denver's weaknesses, and I could see this going like every other like a lot of playoff Yo, this series, could, this
2: do. this honestly could end up being a
3: legendary series. Do you um do you start Grant for the other thing is I don't Grant wasn't
0: very good in this game. He
3: wasn't. So and it's looking like an, a matchup for neither
0: of them at the moment. Yeah, it's but, one one. I don't think you make you any don't think drastic, drastic change changes yet. Okay. Yeah, no. I don't
1: either. I don't. I, I don't either. Um. So Harrison, you think do they bounce back in game? Yes, yeah, so I've the got one? the Nuggets winning game three. <sighs> Man, this one. I, I let me ask it another way. How important is game three? It's you seem to think not too important because you think they might lose it. Well, in the I think, it's huge. I, think it's, it's huge.
0: I mean, I think who wins game three wins the series.
2: I don't know if I'm ready to go that far, but uh, I mean, I would I, I would like them to win. I, I just can't I just can't say outright that they're going to. But um, it, but you could be right. Harrison, you absolutely could be right. Like, no. well, yeah, we'll just see. I mean, I, I, just every game I, I feel like is going to take on its own personality.
1: You know, the odds are up 6-0 right now. I honest. know. It's pretty incredible. We've been talking <laughs> about it. Um, all right. Well, I, I guess with me, I don't know if I'm ready to give a prediction yet. I always get a lot more out of the second watch than I do the first. Um, so I really want to see. I want to get into the details of this and, and really try to figure out what's going on. But that was it, guys. Um, today's show It sucks. A loser's lounge sucks, but a yeah. blowout lounge really sucks even more. Hey, don't,
3: the Lakers lost. The Bucks lost. That felt so good. The Raptors lost game one last year of the postseason. They didn't dude, look this bad. Dude, but the, the
2: Avs lost a game in this series. There you go. Oh,
1: I keep thinking about that. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because they've just kicked the crap out of the Coyotes the last two games, this one yeah. included. And, and uh, yeah, after game two, it was like, man, this team could be so good, but sometimes they could be so bad. The Avs just wanted to clinch on their home ice. <laughs> in front of their home. On yeah. their, their, home, their home bubble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, their home bubble. All right. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, Yo. maybe throw a comment. We love the, the
2: people that are here riding with us. Oh, these are the real homies. Are you kidding? We love you people. Ray Vaughn, you. Like I all I know. All of the, it's the
1: OGs. Just the, the people that we, were around for quarantine. Yo, you're
2: our people, man. You are
1: our people, man. We, we appreciate you so much. If you also didn't know, this becomes a podcast. So if you... Want to check out the podcast, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is that you download your podcast. You miss an episode, don't worry. Throw it on your your phone. You can listen to it as you go. All those great things. And then, of course, you can become a member. Come to the bar, drink a tall beer, check out all of our premium content, including the list, all of those things. Thanks so much. Check out Adam and Coach
2: George Carl in – an excellent podcast called "Keeping It 1000.
1: Saturday, next episode. Saturday, analyzing Game Three. I'm so glad we did. I was going to do up, it Thursday. Yeah. I'm so glad we're doing it. But <laughs> ca- catch three. up. No, it's like, going it, to be so much more it's meaningful. meaningful. It's yeah. really,
2: yeah. It's really. I mean, it's it, you start to realize like how much Adam knows about basketball when he's paired with somebody that's, that also knows about basketball. That's what you
1: took away from that.
2: Yeah, I did. Oh, I was like, wow. Sorry. I'm real I was like, wow. I need to get away from Adam. I'm really. <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing him any favors. Never give so. me a compliment <laughs> live on air. Thanks
1: so much for riding with us, everybody. We'll
0: see you next time. If you guys have not been getting in on our WGT tournaments every single weekend, they're so much fun. I never play iPhone games. I really never play phone games. I'm not much of a video game guy, but WGT is something I'm I'm always going to when I'm just a little bored, and especially on the weekends when we have tournaments that we host here at DNVR. So To get in on the action, download WGT World Golf Tour on dnvrgolf.com and then search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. You'll be automatically entered into all of our tournaments every single weekend. You can compete against all of us here at DNVR. Awesome courses, Pebble Beach, St. Andrews, all your favorites. We play close to the hole, and then we play stroke play. So it's really fun. You can play against us, talk trash to us, and if you want to get in, download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club.